and welcome to Y'all Need Witchcraft, the podcast for all things witchy. I'm Rosemary, your host. Did you miss me? Did you think I gave up? Did you think I died? It's been a hot minute since recording this podcast, so I feel like I owe y'all a little explanation. See, life happened. I had planned to take a little time off this summer to enjoy the garden, bank up some recordings, and do a shitload of cool interviews. None of that happened. In addition to being a badass witch, I also have a family, and sometimes family needs ya. So uh, yeah, I decided to do that thing instead of this thing. Plus, uh, work got a wee bit ridiculous, but uh, set some boundaries on how many patients this provider should be able to see, and, and we're working on that, and things are getting a lot better. So I'm hopefully going to have, you know, maybe an extra 30 minutes a week to myself. We'll see how that goes, but you know, no promises. I'm not making promises to myself or anybody else right now about how good this is going to be, but I do want to continue to do this podcast. And anyway, buckle up. I'm back. And now that the preliminaries of season one are out of the way, I'm going to start harping on about some random shit whenever I want. If you want it to be shit you're interested in, make sure that you drop that on my Instagram or TikTok or Gmail. At the end of this show, I'll kind of talk about that. You know, podcasting to me is a two-way street where you tell me stuff too, especially topic requests. The whole point of this podcast is to be educational, maybe a little bit of, you know, hoping to do some better by demystifying and helping other people who are going down this path. With that being said, today we're going to be discussing the idea of quick and dirty magic spells and why they do or do not work. And, uh... First of all, let's discuss what quick and dirty means. It's something that will get the job done, right? But not well, not without repercussions. Generally, it's a band-aid or a patch to get something done in a hurry. The quality might be shit, but if all you have is $5, you got to do what you got to do. So this all started in my brain when my bestie called me a few weeks ago and asked me about the TikTok video where the lady writes a name on toilet paper and then flushes it down the toilet to tell them to fuck off. And she wanted to know if it would work before trying it. And me, being the great friend that I am, said, well, try it and let's see if it works. And sometimes I don't necessarily want to tell people how to practice. And sometimes I know the theory behind it. You know, I'm a, I'm a very scientifically based human. So anyway, let's sit back and ponder for a minute. Is that how we should approach magic? Now, don't get me wrong. I cook. I like to substitute ingredients. I grow things in my garden and it's rewarding and cheap to use what I have. And that's okay. But there's no way you're going to get me to use like watery balsamic vinegar instead of the good shit. It just tastes wrong. And I personally feel the same way about magic. I want to do it right. Is it because I'm a neurodivergent type A? Eh, Probably. Uh, I mean, I was quite the rule follower when I was younger. But, um... How much of the important stuff do you want to half-ass? Good question, right? Okay, well now, with that being said, let's discuss how magic works in theory. And of course, you know, everybody's practice is different. I am 
like I mentioned, kind of a science and theory-based person. I work with high magic a lot in addition to other things, so structure works well for me. And there's a reason. There's a reason for it. Magic is primarily about intent. You're tapping into an energy, you're building energy and releasing it or putting it into something or even asking for assistance from a deity or, or being, depending on how you like to work, and that involves a ritual. If you regularly practice and you have a solid routine on how you like to, say, cast a circle, call your corners, connect with guides, etc., you should be able to do that with limited resources. It could be a dollar store candle honestly, or even nothing, depending on your skill level. You know, the more skilled you are, the less props you require. That's great. So does it matter if you use handmade beeswax candles or tea lights from the dollar store? Absolutely not. The ritual or spell or whatever you want to call your working is following an established pattern that work and the supplies themselves are just the set dressing. True spell work is about that visualization, attempt using your ritual pattern to raise the energy to get what you need done. The ritual is the the spell, the chant, whatever it might be, is how you generate and build up power into that battery of a spell. And then you release it. So what you put in is what you get out, essentially. So what am I trying to say? So-called results magic encourages people to find that quick fix and not really engage in a situation, but to sidestep what's going on bad relationship great end it cut that person off delete their social media burn down the bridge accept your part in it if you're at fault because that's how your true separation would work relationships take more than one person to maintain so they're going to take more than one person to end it's kind of how it works is it the easiest way to do something no Is it multiple steps along with a magical practice to help you cement a separation? Definitely. Is it going into your room and writing their name on a piece of paper and flushing it going to peacefully completely dissolve that relationship? No, but it can be a step. So let's talk about the toilet paper spell and why it shouldn't work. Is the intention there? Yes. Is there a ritual? Not really. So how does it translate? Well, essentially, you can put your intention into the spell, but there's no structure. So you're sending an intention out into the universe. And it's not necessarily like a well-defined intention, but it's something like, hey, I don't like this. Flush. And the universe is going to go, hmm, tell me more. And maybe if there's entities around, they're going to say, how can I fuck this up for you? Again personal practice is personal practice. So banishing or ridding yourself of someone by writing their name on paper, folding it away from you and burning it has been around for a very long time. Flushing it is a modern adaptation as is putting it in the freezer. And you'll see these TikTok videos. This is not new. They're all variations on a theme with the same end goal, ridding yourself of somebody you don't want around. The reason the spell sometimes works or works in a half-assed way is related to the specificity. No ritual, really. No clear instructions to the universe about what you want. No raising that power for the battery. So people then ask me, you know, what about folk magic? Folk magic is centered around herbalism. Using what grows around you. 
and often can easily be replicated because it's simple. Blowing cinnamon in your door at the new moon is a common folk magic practice, like a broom by the door, many simple candle spells, simmer pots, poppets, etc. Those are all folk magic, and they do have a place. They have power because they've been used over and over and over again, and they create themselves to be hmm, like the concept of a tulpa. If something's repeated enough and believed, it gets an energy of its own, and to some extent it works because... You have many people practicing and making this thing be created as a thought form. So there's your intention. And to some extent, that ritual becomes ritual because it's been done by many people over a period of time. So the older folk magic spells that are a little bit more complex but simple ingredients work because how many generations have done it? And if you're working with familial folk magic or bloodline magic, you're going to see results from that type of interaction because your ancestors essentially or your people culturally have been putting their energy and intent into something enough to create almost a tulpa like effect where it does work or there's a deity tapped into that or an entity assisting if if that's your practice and that person sorry not person entity or being is tapped into that from many many moons ago and therefore To some extent, even if you don't really know what you're doing, you could access that power to make your spell work. Knowing what you're working with is very important because of this. So a lot of household or folk magic developed that way, and oftentimes Catholicism is smattered in there as well, especially in, well, shit, most of the world, let's be honest. So one, you don't want to get burned as a witch and two you're integrating catholicism that's being taught by missionaries or priests and the people were trying not to get punished for keeping their folk or pagan beliefs and integrated it with catholicism and you'll see that a lot in folk magic um, some hoodoo and different practices in south america etc and it's it's really because the colonization brought catholicism and the integration occurred So just because this magic has humbler origins or not super fancy, super secret origins doesn't mean it doesn't work. And as I've discussed before, intention says the most about a spell and the spicy psychology side of your brain likes things that are tried and true. So if you believe it'll work, in turn, it makes it work. And the more people that believe something works the more energy is directed towards it. So to some extent, it's gonna work. And adding those individual layers of ritual to build power takes time or knowledge about working in different fields. So you could flush somebody's name down the toilet and you might see some effect, quote unquote, but it might not be what you're looking for. And that is my rant, my friends. Anyway, Thanks for listening. It's been nice to be back recording again. Um, If you hear weird sounds in the background, that would be my partner eating ice cream and not sharing it. I hear you, sir. If you want to reach out, I can be found on TikTok at Y'all Need Witchcraft, Instagram at Y'all Need Witchcraft Podcast, and at Gmail, Y'all Need Witchcraft Podcast.gmail.com. Oh, at gmail.com. Looking forward to hearing from you. 
and we'll talk again soon. Bye.